0: Welcome to another edition of African Port. My name is Philip, and in this edition, we're taking a look at a rogue ambassador who speaks for Ghana and Africa. And he says the World Bank and IMF are blood-sucking institutions. So let me introduce you to the rogue ambassador who is speaking for Ghana and calling the World Bank and IMF bloodsuckers. The gentleman is British with a long diplomatic career, having joined the UK Foreign and Commonwealth Office in the early 1980s as a member of the diplomatic service. Through all his years in the service, Craig Murray refused to be a regular diplomat, and it would take two decades before he was pushed aside as an ambassador-gone-rogue. I met Craig Murray many times in Ghana as a journalist during the relatively earlier days of Ghana's continuing experiment with democracy. I interviewed him in live studio sessions extensively. And Craig is nothing but a rogue. That is, he is unpredictable, but also likable with undeniable intellectual attractiveness. He is deeply interested in shining light on matters political, wherever he smells chaos, corruption, incompetence and human rights abuses. In his position as a Deputy High Commissioner to Ghana during the crucial 2000 general elections, Craig Murray was a lone diplomat from the international community, campaigning, yes, campaigning vigorously to ensure a free and fair election. He freely named and shamed politicians who, whom he believed were bent on rigging the election. In the normal course of events, such public advocacy on the part of a diplomat in a foreign country was wholly unconventional. But the, the unconventional arena is where Craig Murray found his calling. One and a half decades on, Murray, now an ex-diplomat, speaks for Ghana and Africa. Prior to his dismissal as an ambassador, Craig Murray served in Uzbekistan in 2002, where he publicly declared that Uzbekistan is not a functioning democracy and he pointed to numerous reports of torture and, uh, and abuse of power. After his dismissal, he told the Guardian newspaper that, quote, you don't have to be a pompous old fat to be an ambassador, unquote. Writing in the Guardian some years later, Nick Patton Walsh said Craig Murray's distinctly undiplomatic assessment of Uzbekistan's human rights record propelled him into a lengthy battle with the UK Foreign Office. He was subjected to a humiliating disciplinary investigation, had his personal life publicly shredded, and suffered a string of health problems. He became the rogue ambassador. So, Craig Murray knows the cost that can with being outspoken against governments and powerful institutions and yet he continues to lock horns with powerful institutions on behalf of Africa. These days the former ambassador is settled into a private role as a more fearsome and outspoken human rights activist along with commenting on issues on politics, economics, finance, and international relations. In that self-appointed role, the rogue ambassador has come out to speak for Ghana, warning the country to stay away from the World Bank and International Monetary Fund. Referring to the IMF and the World Bank as, quote, blood-sucking institutions, Mr. Murray says... He prays that one day Ghana will escape the grip of the bloodsuckers. The rogue ambassador's concern is pivoted on the poor power supply across Ghana at the moment, a phenomenon called Doomso. At the height of Doomso, most of the country will have power for no more than 12 hours and then darkness for 24 hours. Craig Mary is Angry because, as he says, just 10 years ago, Ghana had the most reliable electricity supply in all of Africa and the highest percentage of households connected to the grid ahead of every other nation on the continent. The Volta River Authority, a power generation organization which delivered power was set up in 1961 under the auspices of Ghana's first president and Pan-African giant, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. The VRA, uh, just one of the few uh, enormous undertakings of Dr. Nkrumah, proved to be world-class and enduring and extremely beneficial for the West African nation. But that, according to Craig Murray, was only until what he called the new liberal ideologues of the IMF and the World Bank couldn't stand to see the successful public-owned and run enterprise because they considered it a threat to their own decades-long narrative that such enterprises always fail. Somehow, the IMF and the World Bank misled Ghana to break it all up into different pieces production was separated from distribution, and then private sector independent power producers were hurriedly introduced. The result? Well, there are more power cuts now than the country has ever experienced in its entire history as an independent nation. To be fair, the story is likely more complex and complicated than that, Craig Murray, however, keeps the focus on the problem as he sees it, speaking for Ghana and Africa and contending that the IMF and the World Bank, propelled by the United States, are on a dangerous course to ruin Ghana. If the rogue ambassador is right, then the question is, what are Ghanaians themselves and their leaders doing about it? Do Ghanaians and their leaders really know what the IMF and the World Bank really is? Do they think the IMF and the World Bank exist to enrich their lives? Someday soon, someone needs to explain the true interests of the World Bank and the IMF. Because here's the thing. No self-respecting nation goes begging the IMF and the World Bank for loans. Every self-respecting nation knows how to put its own house in order, takes care of its own affairs, and without words, tells IMF and the World Bank to get lost. It appears, though, that Ghana and much of Africa is simply too impotent and too poor to find the right words for IMF and the World Bank. In the meantime, another general election is planned for next year and the usual noise about who can do the job best is getting louder and louder. But the political discourse in Ghana leading up to the election seems to have already reached a conclusion and that is, the whole exercise is going to be a poor choice between chaos and incompetence. Some say... Between chaos and incompetence, one will be better than the other. But then, what is the real benefit of having to choose between two rotten apples? The rogue ambassador may continue speaking for Ghana and Africa, but countries in Africa and Africa itself must learn to get smart and find its own strong voice to keep the World Bank and IMF at bay. Here at African Port, we think it is only then that it can stop giving its own people the false choice between chaos and incompetence.